Well, delighted to welcome uh, Kerry Southern Reason. She's Managing Director at uh, Care Home Interiors Company onto the podcast. Uh, Kerry, thank you for joining us. Now, I know from talking to you before that uh, care homes are looking maybe more seriously at interior design uh, than maybe they were a few years ago. There's a lot of benefits to it, aren't there? I mean, have you seen any change in sort of attitudes towards interior design and the importance given to it by care homes? Totally. So first of all, thank you for having me on your podcast. Interior design is now becoming huge. You know, there's a a large amount of care homes in any one space. And yes, they can be dictated to by the fees. But nowadays, also people do predominantly look at the interiors and how they feel and how they look. When parents, when um. When you go visit a care home as family looking to put a parent or relative in there, I think that you feel a lot better about the process when the care home is well designed and looks nice. I think that's a sort of superficial thing, but, you know, from the staff and the actual residents themselves, how a care home design is become incredibly important. And, and whereas you know, it's easy to judge what it looks like. The real job that we have is to make them safe. And that, that's what we have to do as, as a designer. That is the first thing that I look at is making a care home safe. And then I look at space, space and light, because for a resident, it is incredibly important to be able to move around safely and securely. And it has to be easy for the staff to also help move and team members to help move the residents around safely. Yeah, because I would think, I mean, you touched on it. I mean, it is a home. We always go on about this. It is a home, isn't it? And when you talk about safety, it's it's easy to fall into a you know a clinical environment, isn't it? And be a, be a health and safety overload and, and forgetting that this is where people are living. So for what you do, I assume, is getting that balance right. And I know you talk about well thought out spaces and things like that. What, what does that what does that look like? What can you give an example of a, maybe a client of a care home you've worked with where that would be a great way to illustrate that? So recently we've com- um, completed a 80 bed pure dementia home. And what that means in that home is that there is a lot of light feeding into the building and that there is a lot of space for residents to move around and that each room has the ability to do different things. For instance, in a lounge, it is quite nice to have a little dining table type area where you can do some activities. All residents have different needs and wants. You know, nowadays you try not to, residents don't really want to sit in front of a television. They want to have interaction with people and that that's what tends to make them calm. So what we find is we will do a little seating area where they can sit and watch TV, but then we'll also do an area where they could do a puzzle with somebody. There'll be a little area where you can look out of the window And there'll be an area where you can sit closely with a loved one. And the idea is that every room has the ability to do that. So gone are the days where the chairs are all around the outside of the room. You know, now we try and within a lounge, for example, have these smaller spaces where you can do different things within that space. And then hopefully the residents can either pick what they want to do in that space or they have the ability to do whatever takes their fancy that day. So what, when we talk about design, we have this colours, there's space, there's light, there's the different furniture, the textures you talk about. Is it all of that? And does it vary depending on the, the home or do the, do the maybe the needs, when you touched on safety earlier, the needs are 
quite common, but actually maybe it then comes down to a particular taste. And, and how do you work with the care home to make sure they get what will work, not just what the care home manager might like, but actually is going to actually appeal to the resident. Do you research the residents? How does it work? There are specific fabrics that are designed for the care home industry, which are specially designed to make it easy to clean them, for instance, and things that repel viruses. And, and they come in different forms, whether it is a faux leather. Nowadays, you know, got we're very lucky nowadays that you can have a faux leather that obviously makes it easy to clean up if anything happens that actually looks like linen and I could put it in a room and probably eight out of ten people don't believe it's leather until they go and touch it or vinyl should I say rather the leather look vinyl so that's one way that we get round. you know it, we also in a room would put lots of different finishes so that you can cope and deal with everybody's different needs. So you would have some finishes in a lounge that are of a, a vinyl. You would have some that are velvety, but again, they'll all be easy to clean. You'll have some that have got a rougher textile finish so that on a chair in itself, you would have different finishes on that chair so that when a resident has their hands, they can feel different things. You know, I think as a designer, you sort of forget the volume, the, the level of detail that you go into even designing a chair. So in a chair, I would ensure that the chair gives some sort of sensory feedback on the sides or on the top. You also need to check that the fabrics are obviously cleanable and serviceable for inspection control. I would also ensure that there is contrast piping so that the resident can tell the difference of where the ends of the chairs are for the visually impaired. You take it one step further and you even do the seat and the back a different tone to the outsides so that the resident can easily see where to sit. And then also for people, of more for the families and people like that, you would do like a fluting, which is a channel look and buttons. And that doesn't have any real care benefit particularly it just looks nice so that chair has loads of different thoughts that go into it and then within a room you will also do chairs with different heights and different depths so that you can account for everybody who wants to use that space and can you um is it quite clear and quite quickly can you see i don't know the improvements in people's mental health not just in the residents but maybe the the people working in the care homes as well when it's oh. nicely designed is that quite a quick thing to see that turnaround hundred percent I mean you can see that within I actually worked at a home it was it was just before the lockdown and it was a home that we were refurbishing the home hadn't been refurbished for 10 years dementia resident every time I visited all she did was cry and she just said that she missed her mum and and it was dreadfully sad and when we refurbished this dining room she sat with me the whole time and she looked all I'd ever heard her do was cry for her mum and when we finished this dining room, that was dramatically different. And she just said to me, isn't this pretty? Mm. And for me, you know, that's why we do it. Mm. Just for that one resident for that one day, she was not going to cry. Mm. Uh, and the interiors to a, the person using that space is so important. You know, my mum my actually was in a hospice for 14 weeks. And that's where I learned how important interiors are to people in the latter stages of their life and it's everything for some people who don't get to go outside or in worst cases don't get to leave their bedroom what's around them their curtains their chairs are so important you know I even 
put a pattern on the back of the desk chair. So at least when they're led in bed, they're not just looking at a blank piece of fabric, you know, or have flowers on it or, or just something. You know, we've even gone as far with some people as being able to print a picture of their family on the back of the chair just so that to just to bring a little bit more comfort. You know, it is so important. Yeah, that's lovely, isn't it? And also, I think I know you you, you put a lot of stall on um, artwork as well, don't you? Sort of art around that around the, the care home. What's the advice there in terms of what works and what doesn't work? Bear in mind, it might be in a dementia setting, or it might just be I don't know. You get, choosing art is quite subjective. How, how how do you get that right? I try to ensure that everything I put in the care home has a purpose. So I don't just dump a vase. I don't just. People have said to me, "Do you?" <laughs> But, you know, I even will make sure that the vase matches the colours of the curtains. Mm. So it's a process. And it's the same with the artwork. You know, I will try and have a huge mix of art from places to people. The artwork, especially in a dementia home, you're always trying to hopefully promote some sort of happy memory. At the beginning of this year, we finished a home and a potential resident walked around and there was a home or uh, there was a picture of a street in Italy and she was in the early stages of dementia and she started talking about when she went to Italy mm. so do you know that's that's what we should be doing that that's our job our job is to through interior provide safety and comfort and comfort comes with independence and the ability to remember things, especially in the form of dementia. So, you know, we would make sure that when your sight deteriorates, that pictures look the same in black and white as they do in colour. Now, you know, as in the key symbols or what artefact, whatever it may be, still looks like what it should. So we'd never put any sort of blurry artwork in because as your sight deteriorates, you can't really make sense of it. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then we also in dementia areas try and do a lot of 3D artwork and things that give us sensory feedback because that tends to create a bit of calm. Yeah, it's very interesting, isn't it? Because uh, I ask you from a, a business perspective as well for care homes. I mean, is there any evidence or can it improve occupancy, which obviously is a big area? You know, you're trying to be attractive in, in a maybe a competitive market, isn't it? So like, I'm sure you will agree that if people are investing in their interiors and families come around, it can make a big difference. I mean, from a, uh, you know, a, an occupancy com- com- competitive advantage point of view from a business, how, what impact can you know good interior design play there, do you think? I'm always interested because our job has to do many roles. You know, we have to make sure that it's safe for the resident. We have to make sure that the staff want to work there, that they're happy. But also we have to make sure that home fills quickly because that's what we're we're here to do. For me, I always ask how the beds are selling, how the home's doing. I think it, it just does help selling beds and filling the home when the home has got good interior design and the sad thing is in some circumstances is it costs the same to do a bad interior as it does a good interior Mm. really all it comes down to is a bit of thought and knowing what you're doing you know whether you put the right colors on a chair or the wrong colors on the chair the chair still costs the same easy to spend substantial amount of money and still have an unattractive interior yeah i mean you mentioned co- mentioned costs there which obviously what everyone thinks about it sounds great what are the what are the quick wins i mean if people are thinking well you know budget wise i mean i don't you don't need to go into details on budgets and stuff but in terms of quick wins and you know maybe making improvements without having to spend a lot of money what what are the, the quick wins 
So quick wins for me are homely looking interiors. And by that, I mean not having primary coloured walls. And, you know, we say that and laugh, but I still visit care homes that have primary coloured walls and four or five different primary coloured walls. You know, and, and I think the biggest thing that people should remember is that in your home, you don't have that. So whereas someone may have dementia or maybe believe that they need wayfinding or whatever it may be, they still also need to feel that they're at home. And by that, I would paint corridors uh, neutrally colour. I would make sure that handrails are contrast. You know, flooring is a big expense. So where possible, you try and to get away with the flooring. Declutter, uh, overwhelming signs and bits of plaster scene and you don't have that at your home you know that that's not what residents and people want to see they don't want to see all these this stuff everywhere you know by all means have one board where everything goes on but you don't want the whole walls dotted in all sorts of junk that's just confusing yeah yeah and so just finally then in terms of when if someone contacted you and said look we'd really like to overhaul overhaul our our interior design what is the process i assume you do like um designs don't you and 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 people can is it now if it's all on a computer people walk through what it might look like and you can try out different colors i mean talk me through if i came to you today and said i want to really overhaul my interior what would be the process so funny enough you say that this morning i've been doing exactly this so i went and visited a new home that hasn't been done for a number of years So the process would be is that you would meet someone, you would have a quick chat about what they wanted to do, and then you would often start with the budget. You know, my background is accountancy. I'm a chartered accountant. So that is really the most important thing. You start, I start at the budget and work backwards because there's no point delivering, saying to someone, well, it's going to cost this if their budget's half of that. Mm -hmm. You know, the job is for me is to work out what the budget is and then do the best that we can do within that budget and the best places that it can be spent. So in this home today, it will be painting the walls, new curtains, new upholstery, and it will look like a different home. Yeah. And, and how long does it take? What is the from from at that initial inquiry to you cutting the ribbon? Great. How long does it take? We can do so we can do a quick turnaround because we manufacture in house. Mm-hmm. So we have been known to do things in a couple of weeks. Normal lead time would be six to eight weeks with things are as they are at the minute. But it just depends on the client. You know, it's possible to do whatever they mm. whatever. They and you require. can do it all without too much um, uh, disruption, disruption within right. the home. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, so we've just completed a re- uh, refurb and we literally go in. This was a dining room, so we literally go in between mealtimes. Okay. So we are there just as they finish breakfast. And then within an hour or 45 minutes, we can refurbish a whole dining room so they can start laying for lunch. Okay. And that, that's really what you have to do. You know, we yeah. all have to put the residents first. Yeah. And my final question is going to be around sort of current trends. What are the current trends? You know, what are the colours people are having? What are the, what, are, what is the look? <laughs> so it is quite modern, quite bright. For me, the ones that I design, it will have a bit of a twist on old and new. And it will be calming colours, you know, sage greens, greys, We've done some pink, even like light pink recently. It, it's anything that is calm and tonal. And you can do brighter rooms. And I have done a couple of really bright rooms, but it still all has to work together and not clash. And the big thing also is light. Light is so important in a care home. Big windows just to help the natural body clock. 
yeah absolutely well it sounds like you're you know you're brightening people's lives as well as brightening care homes so that sounds fantastic uh, and so Kerry for people who want to find out a bit more about what you guys do what's your website address and how do they get hold of you it is www.carehome-interiors with an s on the end.co.uk brilliant thank you very much so that's Kerry Southern Reason uh, Managing Director at the Care Home Interiors Company thank you very much Kerry thank you